You're listening to The Uncommon Podcast, where we celebrate the stories of men and women who are living uncommon lives. These individuals pursue excellence and purpose in their relationships and work. They optimize their health and stewardship, and they embody victorious vision and fervent faith. Be inspired and encouraged to follow your own uncommon path and live a life of authenticity, accountability, and adventure. Welcome to the Uncommon Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan, bringing you some of the most uncommon content around and wishing you a happy 2024. So one of the things I'm enjoying most as a father of two young boys is watching them create things. At our home, we try to provide our boys with easy access to all sorts of materials that will spark their imaginations and allow them to make things and express their creativity, whether it's Play-Doh, building blocks, kinetic sand, yeah, that's a thing, check it out, or good old-fashioned crayons and paper. I just love when one of my boys comes up to me and says, Dad, look what I made. You know, it gives me an opportunity to share in their joy, express my pride in them, and also ask them questions about what they've created, and it really serves to strengthen our relationship. Yet, sadly, as we get older, I'm afraid that we tend to lose our sense of creativity and our artistic expression. Our time is consumed by our numerous responsibilities, our mental bandwidth is largely limited by our 9-to-5 work and then our familiar obligations outside of work. And I think we also believe that creative expression is something only done by artists or musicians or engineers. And in this information age where content and art abound in various forms, it's easy to fall into the habit of consumption without considering the profound impact of creating. While consuming content undoubtedly has its merits, the act of creating content or art holds unparalleled benefits. So today I want to explore those benefits that transformative power of creation and emphasize why it's essential that all of us, regardless of our artistic acumen or experience, shift from passive consumption to active contribution. A question I want you to consider right now. When was the last time you created something? When was the last time you expressed yourself artistically? When was the last time maybe you drew a picture or built something or wrote a poem? And if you can't remember the last time you created something, reflect honestly on why that is. Maybe you lack the desire, or you just don't see the value in expressing yourself creatively. Maybe you've never considered yourself to be a quote-unquote artist. And that's okay. You don't have to be an artist to be creative. If you create something, you're a creator. One of the important aspects of our leadership adventure retreats that we do with The Uncommon is the opportunity to create. We do this for a couple reasons. It allows participants to express themselves and learn something new. It also provides them with a memento from the experience, something tangible that they can take from our weekend together and be reminded of the amazing time we had whenever they see it or feel it. For example, on our Elevate retreat to Minnesota, our first activity was to go glassblowing. None of us had ever done it before, so we were all on equal playing field as we learned something new and got to express our, our individuality. It was a great kind of icebreaker thing because it was, the stakes were low. Obviously, we didn't want to like burn ourselves, but we had guides and they helped us. And it was just fun to do something and 
be creative and to try something new that was was new for all of us. We really got to observe each other and the unique artistic choices that we made, whether that was with the colors that we chose or the the different techniques for sculpting the glass. We each created our own glass-blown paperweights that serve as mementos and reminders of the weekend that we share together. And anyone can enjoy glass blowing or a variety of creative opportunities. Certainly you could sign up for a class at your local art center, but it doesn't have to be to that level of commitment. It could be as simple as thinking about the type of medium that resonates with you, whether that's writing, speaking, drawing, building, and just start experimenting at your home. I got started with podcasting during COVID, and it was after years of being a passive listener of podcasts. And over time, I began to admire certain hosts that I would listen to and their ability to research and teach on various topics as well as their interviewing skills. I just developed an aspiration to do the same. I think there's something powerful about hearing or seeing ordinary people do something for so long that one day you have the realization or you ask yourself the question, if they can do it, why can't I? And that's what happened with me. I'd started a blog around that time and had written a few posts, but although I really enjoy writing, the idea of speaking appealed to me more, and I figured more people would be likely to listen to something that I created versus read an entire article that I wrote. So I started researching how to get started. I learned about the equipment required, which was very basic, and I've built that over time, as well as how to record, edit, and host a show. And even though I did struggle with a good amount of imposter syndrome and analysis paralysis, thinking that I had to have better mic equipment or have more episodes in the pipeline, luckily, I've been, you know, one day I just started. And within a, a month, I'd posted my first episode. And I think just getting, for me, creating that first episode and putting it out there, that was just, that was a, such a win. And I wasn't even worried about would anyone listen to it? Obviously, I shared it with some some friends and family. But the fact that I had just taken action and done it was was such a win. And it's been slow going in terms of building an engaged audience, but I've been fortunate to see my audience grow over time. And even more important to me than a following is the personal growth that I've enjoyed in terms of my researching skills, writing, articulating my thoughts and ideas, interviewing guests, learning how to ask good questions. I've learned so much and met so many uncommon people. I'm so excited to continue making this content available, even if it's just a small group that ever engages with it. And perhaps you're still on the fence, even after all that I've shared in terms of exploring your own creative outlet. So I wanna look at six ways that being a creator and not just a consumer will empower you to live an uncommon life. And the first way is through self-expression and personal growth. Creating content or art serves as a powerful means of self-expression. Whether it's through writing, painting, music, or any other form, the act of creation allows you to convey your thoughts, emotions, and perspectives. This process fosters self-discovery and personal growth, enabling you to explore your identity and develop a deeper understanding of yourself. My personal experience with podcasting has afforded me a platform to examine my own perspectives on a variety of topics, and we categorize these through our uncommon pillars, those being relationships, faith, work, health, stewardship, and overall life vision. And through my personal exploration, 
I'm developing my authentic self in which I know and live according to my core values and I'm in the constant and relentless pursuit of growth and improvement. So that's the first one, self-expression and personal growth. The second benefit of creating is building skills and expertise. Active creation inherently involves a learning process. When you engage in the creation of content or art, you inevitably acquire new skills and knowledge. Whether it's mastering a musical instrument, refining writing techniques, or honing your personal voice, the act of creating fosters continuous learning and skill development. And over time, this can lead to expertise and mastery in a particular domain. This begs the question, what does it take to become an expert in a certain topic or field? Author Malcolm Gladwell, in his best-selling book, Outliers, popularized the theory that it requires roughly 10,000 hours of practice to become an expert in something. 10,000 hours can be broken down into roughly 5 hours of full-time work at 2,000 hours a year, so practicing something for 10 hours a week will take you about 20 years to become an expert. So it takes a long time. No one becomes an expert overnight. And while you can also argue that it's important to have some inherent ability The fact remains that while practicing, I wouldn't say makes perfect, it goes a long way in attaining expert status. I've only been podcasting for about two years. I have a lot of potential to grow and improve, and I've got about 18 years left of diligent practice till I become an expert. Challenge accepted. So that's the second benefit of creating, building skills and expertise. The third benefit of creating is fostering innovation and critical thinking, which leads to resourcefulness and resiliency. And I think this is one of the most powerful benefits. The act of creation often involves problem solving, experimentation, thinking outside the box, even failure and learning from that failure. By engaging in the creative process, you cultivate a mindset that encourages innovation and critical thinking, whether it's inventing a new narrative structure, experimenting with visual elements, or finding novel solutions to artistic challenges. The creative mind is inherently trained to seek unconventional paths by encountering and overcoming obstacles, you develop resourcefulness and resiliency, and these traits can translate into other areas of your life. When I first started podcasting, there was a considerable learning curve in terms of recording, editing, and producing my episodes. There were plenty of initial challenges where if I hadn't had an innate desire to pursue this dream of mine, I could have easily said, well, this is just too difficult and not worth my time or effort to figure it out. I guess podcasting isn't for me. But luckily, I chose instead to be resourceful and research and watch countless hours of YouTube videos and solve my problems. And I can look back and say that the fact that I've had to and been able to overcome challenges, it makes me value my work and the success I've had even more than had it come very easily. So that's the third benefit is fostering innovation and critical thinking, which leads to resourcefulness and resiliency. The fourth benefit of creating is contributing to culture and community. Content and art have the power to shape culture and bring communities together. When you contribute your voice and work to provide information or solutions or services, you add your unique perspectives to the collective human experience. Whether it's a thought-provoking article, a captivating piece of music, or fostering community, these contributions can not only resonate and inspire others, but also create connection and a sense of shared identity. Creating community is one of the top purposes and goals for us with The Uncommon. Not only do we create uncommon community through our leadership adventure retreats, we also desire to continue to cultivate community through online mastermind groups, 
where we can continue to learn and implement skills as well as hold each other accountable to our uncommon goals. And this really for us is a two-pronged approach where through the retreats, we can have that in-person experience with the hope that that in turn leads to a desire to be a part of an online community where rather than just spending one weekend out of the year getting to know each other and share what I call fun, common experiences and also personal development exercises, we can get together on a consistent weekly basis where we continue to develop mindset and skill sets around our uncommon identity. We continue to grow as as men, as husbands, as fathers. We continue to share ideas on how we can optimize our health or how we can elevate in our careers, how we can continue to mature in our Christian faith and our stewardship. Just a holistic approach to what it means to, to be a man. And that two-pronged approach is, is so powerful. And by being involved in the retreats as, as well as the online community, we are all creating that community together, which is a beautiful thing. The fifth benefit of being a creator is experiencing empowerment and agency. Consumption often implies a passive role. You're absorbing the ideas and creations of others. And when you fail to actually implement those ideas for your own personal growth, you succumb to what we often refer to as infobesity, the act of taking in and getting bogged down with a ton of information, yet failing to put that knowledge into action and grow. On the flip side, creating content or art empowers you by giving you agency over your narrative. Through creation, you can share your stories, challenge existing narratives, and contribute to a more diverse and inclusive cultural landscape. As a podcaster, I'm consistently listening to some of the best podcasters in the world, not only learning from their individual styles, but also assessing whether I agree with their positions and how I might contribute my own unique perspectives and voice to a certain topic or question. It doesn't do me or you, my listeners, any good if I'm just regurgitating the arguments or positions of other thought leaders. For me personally, I run all claims and theories through the lens of my Christian faith, and I determine how the inerrant word of God should shape my perspectives on all issues. And that's the voice through which I I speak. So that's the the fifth benefit is empowerment and agency. The sixth and final benefit of creating is emotional catharsis and well-being. Creating content or art provides a therapeutic outlet for your emotions whether it's channeling your joy, sorrow, anger, confusion, or whatever it might be into a creative endeavor, the act of personal expression can be a cathartic release. This emotional outlet will enhance your own mental well-being and can serve as a constructive way for you to navigate and process life's complexities and questions. For me, podcasting continues to be a cathartic outlet as I consider my own questions about life and try to bring, bring clarity to the many complexities swirling around me. Additionally, by interviewing individuals whom I know and respect, I get to learn from their own life experiences and perspectives which differ from my own, and I can welcome challenges to my viewpoints and positions. I believe this willingness to listen to and hear and carefully consider the views of others is making me a more well-rounded individual who's better equipped to enter into difficult conversations in the attempt to discover common ground. So those are six benefits of creating. I'll go over them again real quick, reiterate. Self-expression and personal growth, 
building skills and expertise, fostering innovation and critical thinking, which in turn leads to resourcefulness and resiliency, contributing to culture and community, empowerment and agency, and emotional catharsis and well-being. So as I sign off, outro and action steps, in a world that constantly bombards us with content, I think it's crucial to recognize the importance of contributing to the creative tapestry. You have a voice. You have your own unique life experience and viewpoints that when shared tactfully can expand the minds of others. The act of creating content or art transcends mere productivity. It becomes a vehicle for your own self-discovery, skill development, innovation, community building, empowerment, and emotional well-being. And if you can tactfully invite others in and share your own viewpoints, your own emotions in a way that is gracious and not domineering, you can invite others into that conversation. So let us not merely be consumers, but active contributors, weaving our unique threads into the rich fabric of human expression. And you know, as we embark on a new year, what better time for you to even consider this question is what is something that you will create? Maybe you've had a business idea that you've been sitting on for a while and 2024 is the year for you to create that business, whatever it looks like. Maybe you've had a manuscript that you've had for a while and have not taken action to getting it published. What are the, what is the first step that you can do? Don't get bogged down by all the details. If, if, if I would have known all of the steps that it would have taken to starting a podcast, I never would have started. But if you can focus on what is the one thing, the first step that you can take, then you just break it down into all those, those little steps. It's, it's feasible. You can do it. So what is something that you will create? Ask yourself and reflect, like, why do you want to create it? What is, what is the purpose? What personal growth do you aspire to through creating whatever it is you're thinking about creating? And then what impact do you hope to have on your audience or consumers? What, how is your creation going to inspire and benefit others? Because when, when you make it about something bigger than yourself and what you're going to get out of it, that's going to help you persevere when you hit inevitable obstacles and setbacks. For me, if I was if I had set out to create a podcast because I wanted to make $2000 a month, which I'm not doing by the way, that why would not have been strong enough to keep me going for these 2 years when I'm quite frankly not monetizing it, but I'm loving doing it because of the personal benefits but also those that have engaged with my message and interacted with me and affirmed me in that. And if you've been one of those people, thank you from the bottom of my heart. So yeah, just to reiterate, you have the ability to not just consume, but create. And when you step into being a creator, you're going to create for yourself a truly uncommon life. So I want to thank you for listening. I've been your host, Ryan, signing off, reminding you that you are the hero of your uncommon story. So go take uncommon action so you can enjoy uncommon success and leave an uncommon impact. Thank you for listening to The Uncommon Podcast. If you have benefited from our show, 
I would ask you to follow, rate, and review, and share our show. And be sure to check out our website at theuncommon.com, where you can learn more about our mission, sign up for one of our live experiences, and take advantage of many resources that will empower you on your uncommon journey.